0: All right, welcome to the Games and Games podcast, everybody. This is going to be our first official episode. My name's Robert. And I'm Ab. And we are going to be your guys' hosts. So, Games and Games goes over everything gaming, nerd community, as well as fitness, and how to improve our lives for the better. And everything in between. You guys got questions, send them our way, and we'll address them. All right, so this is our first actual podcast, right? We did our prelim one before. We got really good reception on it. A couple of technical issues with the uh, audio equipment
1: and all that stuff, but... It was a test run, really, exactly. episode zero, check it out, great information. Yeah. But here we are today on our first official one. And we're going to do things a little bit differently this time. We're actually going to be doing this free stop, really. We're going to be asking each other questions and uh, kind of picking each other's minds.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, we're going gonna to go right into it. Jump in. Beautiful, all right. So, my question for Ab is, how has being a pro gamer... Affected your life positively, negatively, all that stuff. Oh, that's a huge one. Because you, man. you were a pro gamer for not a, a number of ga- years. Pro streamer, yep. we'll pro say. streamer, a pro, sure. A
1: pro sure. gamer, yes, sure. But, sure um, I did work with professional teams as well. Yep. So in that yep. light, amazing. But also, there's so many dangers to it that nobody gives it any attention to. Amazing the amount of people you meet. if some are you know not the, ch- but most of them are very chill, mm-hmm. down earth, completely different than their online personality, and that's kind of amazing to get to know their real self. Um, skills, I want to say I'm proud of, you know, the skills that I've gained, just kind of like strategy, reactionary, this stuff. It's so not wh- as, so what, do you, what do you mean by that? What the skills, the skills have game I've, game? I've honed from
0: playing a video mm-hmm. game for yep. so long. Because there's I mean? more that goes into it than just sitting in front of a computer sure.
1: and fucking playing of legends, right? There's getting your reaction to getting like every last hit, for example. That's just mm-hmm. a very, very simple skill that you can get really yeah. good at, just like anything in life. But what um, about bigger picture, your yep. life? Right. Now how that's is, what I'm Not how has it affected your <laughs> in-game right. presence right.
0: stuff, but how has we'll living that lifestyle affected? These are right? some of the
1: the positives. Yep. The yep. negatives are honestly, I'm going to say, a lot more uh, hidden and mm-hmm. a lot more. I don't want to say dangerous to your actual lifestyle. Let's get into a bit more. Sure. One. Yeah. My lower back. You started getting me on a workout program, yeah. and let me tell you guys, and it's not just me. Most gamers out there will know. Their lower back is so weak from sitting down hours and hours of uninterrupted gameplay, or even just work. If you guys are just off working at the office or anything like that, these things have affected my muay thai from kicking to put- everything balance. But,
0: but what about like bigger than that, right? Because definitely, like when I first started with you, just right. going back a couple of years now, um, when I first started with you, like you came and you're like, "Oh yeah, I've done like uh, BJJ before and some wrestling and some grappling. Yes, you know, yes, he's really yes. fit." turns out yeah, like so your biomechanics true. were they were shit right yes. your mobility was garbage and all of this stuff so that sedentary lifestyle like no it's it, definitely it, it wreaks havoc on your body and it takes years off your life but more
1: importantly it takes quality off your life in the intermediate right and even deeper than that um psychologically mm-hmm. you're so hardwired into outcome outcome based and you're not actually Looking at the process you're not looking at what to do to improve your life you don't you don't even see anything about your life you're just so boiled yeah. into this into the screen yeah. right and I know that it's lame it's lame to say that like but at the end of the day you're just sitting there staring at a screen you're not moving you're not improving your life in, in any general I was doing it as a job so it's mm-hmm. like you know you could give that a, a pass but a lot of gamers just are doing it as a as a fun thing but they're not even having fun anymore yeah. because now their life has stressed them out and they're um, generally What's the word? Lost focus of what's yeah. really important. You can play games and have fun and enjoy, but does that seem like what most people are doing these yeah, days? Yeah, because like, that's not how it happened to me. Like,
0: there's a big component of escapism, or at least for me and a lot of other gamers, right? It's that escapism from whatever issues you're facing in life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, like, you can, you can have an escape with anything. Watching yeah. TV, even going to the gym can be an escape, right? Some are healthier than others. Some are healthier than <laughs> others. Absolutely, absolutely. But like, like yeah. that, like, yeah. I'm just going to sit here and stare at the screen. I can type on my keyboard for hours on end like I do it I'm guilty of it right Diablo 4 just came out so I've been playing that you know it's been a good game it's really good but it's probably a little bit too much as well and I do recognize that have some friends level
1: 99 they should take a little bit of a break they should get that's actually insane it's been
0: for for a week Um, no but uh,
1: (laughs) to to your point a hundred percent and you know what I can see that manifesting in so many different toxic traits Mm -hmm. online as well. Because you know that the person raging at you has nothing to do with you. He doesn't give a shit about you. His life is is it's deteriorating, right? Slowly, over time, whatever it is, maybe it's acute, but there's problems with this kind of lifestyle
0: and you gotta address them. Yeah, that's one thing I've always found with um like not even just video games, but online presences in general. People who are the most toxic and the most like blameworthy essentially. They um It's always masking some shit that's going on in their life, right? Mm. So they're lashing out for whatever reason, right? I am totally guilty of this, especially going back years and years when I wasn't in as good of a place as I am now, of, like, just being that douchebag on Reddit who is (laughs) copy and pasting (laughs) sentences at a time and responding to each individual sentence. Like, there's always something going on that triggers that behavior. And a lot of the times it's because they feel unheard, unseen, and that's a way for them to be heard and be seen by being a douchebag online, right? Is but you, any attention, really. At that exactly, exactly. It's it's like that whole like you know even bad attention to a dog is good attention, right? Mm. Attention's attention,
1: right? Um. The the thing is, this happens in real life too. Like yeah. online, the anonymity of it is like full-blown yeah. so true like full <laughs> it's like sitting in traffic and you're just like raging like, well, yeah. i'm not like this in person if i was in an elevator with this person there's yeah. no way i'm gonna say this shit or would i <laughs> you know honestly yeah, no. props to you if you no. say what's on your mind yeah, but yeah. like i've tried to do that more
0: actually not to a douchebag yes. level but like just like realism speaking my mind when people are douchebags in life right um yeah, I started doing it during the pandemic, <laughs> and then I right. like, kind of kept that S- up.
1: Essentially, sticking like, up for yourself in a way. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Or you just like
0: general on. mistreatment of stuff. Like when somebody's like, when they're like giving a at the bubble tea place near my house, my girlfriend and I were grabbing bubble tea, and this lady was being demanding and rude, and I I woke up mm. because this lady sitting here literally verbally harassing this like. 16-year-old girl who's in high school just working at the bubble tea place. Someone's already time. stressed out of their exactly. mind. Exactly. It's out. like, yo, shut the fuck up, man. She's making minimum wage. She's here just making bubble tea. Like, what are you going off about? Who's this crazy old fucking lady. But yeah, yeah. Um, but you did touch on right. the psychological impacts of you know, sitting and staring at a screen all day. So what are some of those? How has that affected like your IRL persona? How you interact
1: with people? IRL. Oh, man. And Anxiety. From- Yep. anxiety is, is a big one uh, mm-hmm. and not just me like a lot of my friends as well you can tell that being in person you don't want to do that anymore yeah. you just you just make an excuse for next time you want to hang on i've done it multiple times my friends right now if you're listening to this you know i've made excuses <laughs> you know i've the same but okay a lot of times it's real but a lot of times it's like my social battery is like it's yep. i can barely get it to go um that's because i haven't trained that muscle i haven't trained going yep. outside as much and being social and being uh, that's one aspect of it the social psychological uh aspect the other thing is like my speech, the way I talk with people, the way I type, this is something weird, but if I'm typing like 10 years in a row online with just like, LOL, this, that, this, yeah. I need to formulate words
0: better. Enough. You you do do that actually. Yeah. Um You do have some like online lingo that yeah, gets thrown that into your IRL talk. Like the fact that you're saying IRL and now no. I'm saying IRL. Nobody says IRL there you IRL. Go. Like, there you like, go. Nobody says Perfect. IRL IRL. I didn't even notice. But yeah. But I'm like aware. that is very much like um like an online community type of thing to say, right? But yeah, I definitely do notice that you do throw in some like lingo that
1: should and could stay online, right?
0: Probably. Um. Yeah.
1: Other than that, my physical, uh, obviously, I've already touched on that, but it, it goes beyond just my back. It goes beyond that. I'm hunched over. I'm oh, 100%. It. It's, it's your it's,
0: whole entire body. Exactly. Really,
1: yeah. Exactly. And I'm working on fixing that yep. from the ground up with no ego because I used to be, like you said, I used mm-hmm. to be, I used to do jiu-jitsu. I used to be wrestling. I used to actually be, like, way more fit. And so when I first got to the mirror, I was so demoralized, man. I was like, what am I, I can't even do this properly, and I'm cheating, and I'm using my yep. whole... And it just realized, like, none of that matters. You know, it took me a second. So the
0: biggest thing with that shit is that if you used to be super active and you used to be super fit and then you went through a period where you didn't do jack shit, when you get back into it, you can't compare yourself to your former best. You have to compare Mm -hmm. yourself to yesterday, last week, and be like, am I better than I was yesterday? Am I better than I was last week? Because ultimately, like, your former self five years ago is not reflective of who you are today. Mm -hmm. Right? So you can't sit there and compare your progress from five years ago. You need to focus on the here and the now and the what you are immediately better at today than you were yesterday, right? And that's how progress happens. Day-by-day improvements, right? Um, Step-by-step. Yeah, it can't be all
1: at once, right? We, especially gamers, get overwhelmed really easily. They have a, I want to say like, Mm -hmm. because part of it is escapism, using it to, and that kind of doesn't train your mental strength. Is if the first thing you do, something bad happens, you just binge uh, Netflix or gaming or whatever yeah. it is, right? You don't yeah. actually work on the shit that you need to work on. Yeah.
0: I mean, so- sitting there playing guitar is a form of escapism, right? Like, that's there's so many different ways to escape reality and the problems that you're facing, that's right? It's getting easier and easier these days. And I, I think, like, for myself, anyways, I've always tried to view it as like what a positive versus a negative one would be is that a positive form of escape, you have something to show for it, right? Mm. You have. You know, like playing guitar, like you have a guitar skill that you can show for it, right? Mm. You know, even the gym, you have accumulated strength, form, technique, etc. that you can show for it. Now, you could make that argument that video games are the same. But the difference is, is that if I shut off your monitor, you have anything to show for it. It's interesting you
1: say that, actually, because a lot of people, they're really trying to get this rank, let's say, in a a game. I need to get to Master Challenger, I need Mm -hmm. to get to whatever... Because then my life will be changing or better or whatever. I can be a professional, but but the thing is, guys, the reality of it is ninety nine point nine nine percent of these people that are playing these video games, or that if they're diamond and they're on the cusp, even they don't make it. Even the best players sometimes don't make it. You know yeah. what I mean? And so it's quite destructive to take these like really negative habits on your life. On the point, you know, one percent chance that yeah. someone scouts you in a game, and then the, and even then, <laughs> esports that scene is. Is taking a hit these days, you know. What I mean, it's very, it's very rough. It's very dangerous. I'm just kind of warning people because I've been there and I've seen. Yeah. I my friends go into a drop school, drop everything, and it's like, dude, now yeah. we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. So just be careful. You know. I mean? So,
0: so even coming out of that, like, even if you are part of the like 0.1 percent that make it playing video games, there is going to be, you know, there is going to be an end date for that, and it's something that you've been talking exactly. about a lot recently. That's what we're trying to me. diversify. Yeah, with trying... me recently, um, is that you know there is an end date to you being a fucking professional gamer. And sitting there playing video games on Twitch for a living, right? So, like, what skills can you take away from that? Because that's one thing you've mentioned is, like, the Mm skill set that these people have is bare-ass minimal. If they haven't diversified and if you've just spent, you know, 12 hours a day playing LOL, day in and day out, six days a week, seven days a week for years, right? Half a decade. It's like, what skills are you going to take out from that that you can apply to? Like, where's your next step after pro streaming, after... From gaming
1: or whatever that's why it's so damn dangerous it's like you almost have let's say my skills yeah. are like me memorizing the numbers of all the champions and this and that and why i'm so good at you know dueling people in a video game once that video game goes under yeah what do i got right let's just be real like you got nothing even if you're an editor on youtube and you're editing league stuff at least you have editing skills that you've mm-hmm. learned you've learned adobe you've learned audio this that so it's you know what i mean so that's why this, this video game stuff is so risky yeah in my opinion and i i Took that risk when I was already making money from it, though. I was still in school. I was still, in, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. if you're listen to this, don't drop what you got. You know, get the build your skills up first and do it on the side, just like any other hobby to start. You know what I mean?
0: Unless if you can make like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, do that for and then years. invest it. Yeah, <laughs> also be had smart about doing it that. Yeah. and
1: then they also plummet. Yeah, it. yeah. No, but, you know but be, be smart about it, it. it right? Exactly. Be smart about that shit. So you know, I, I have a question because now we're talking sure. about qualities sure. uh, of gamers. You've trained a lot of people, and you've been doing this for a while. I just want to ask. What's one quality that you see in people that are successful in your training versus people that you've trained for a while and you just kind of see them because I've had that, right? Where yeah. I've had my plateau and you've kind of helped me through that. But what's one quality that you would see in someone that you'd be like, this I can. This guy's going to okay. progress? Okay,
0: so um, there's a lot to That's that. A, I, I, yeah, was, when a lot I wrote that. that down. There's I was like, oh, he's that. Gonna like that one. <laughs> um, so first off, I've trained, like I used to teach group fitness, right? Um... So I've probably taught to some degree, probably about like a thousand individuals, right? I did that for three and a half-ish years, plus or minus a bit. Um, So I've taught probably thousands of individuals in a group fitness setting. And I've taught maybe personal training wise, like one-on-one personal training, in-person training, probably about like 60-ish people. 60 plus or minus 10 or something that's like that, right? Piece. So quite a few people. And that's direct in-person multiple times a week, you know really making the most impact on people's lives now right? you're also connecting to people online as well yeah 100% online as well that's been going well too Yep. Yeah, I've got my online training business too which is doing well um but just in terms of like some general trends that I've seen of people who are successful in fitness I think the first and biggest one is an ability to learn and an ability to put aside any ego and be humble right because <clears throat> especially at the beginning stages like you get people who Some of them may be naturally athletic, some of them may be athletes themselves, some of them may have no background in fitness whatsoever, right? But you get people who, for whatever reason, either think that they know way too much, think that they are way smarter and more knowledgeable about the topic than they really are, or think that they are better than what you're providing, right? And it's like, realistically, like none of my clients have ever been stronger than me, right? which is hopefully a good thing, but there will be that day when I do get somebody that's stronger than me, right? And I coach them from a true coaching perspective mm. as opposed to like, like I'll show you what worked for me, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yes. And I think that, yeah, the biggest thing is humility and coachability. Coachability would be a product of humility and putting aside the ego, as well as um, your, just your ability to grasp what's being said and retain that information. Mm. Right. Cause that's a big thing too, is like when we're, I'm trying to teach somebody, you know, how to whatever deadlift. Right. It's an involved process and it's way more complicated than I'm going to pick this weight up and then put it down. Right. Yeah. There's so much form and technique and different levers and mechanisms that go into place of a good solid deadlift, which is why some people are deadlifting, you know, almost 1200 pounds raw. Right. Yeah. Crazy um, yeah. Yeah. No deadlifts or anything. Just 12,000 pounds, 12,000, 1200 pounds. Right. Right off the ground. Right. um Superman is out. Here. Literally, literally, literally. 12, yeah, there's a guy called Dan Griggs, and he, I think he just did like no deadlift suit, just him, a weightlifting belt, and that's it. And then the bar, yeah, I think it was like 1163 or
1: something like that. Yeah, 1163 pounds. So you say it's easier to coach people that have that empty cup mentality, that a little bit, that, yeah, that yeah. kind of egoless, all I'm because we mentioned earlier, like the ego lifting, mm-hmm. where I have struggled with because I had some of that previous knowledge and now I'm it's it's hindering my progress
0: right yeah so a big thing with that is that there is always going to be a point where you think you know way fucking more than what you actually know they always and it's it's about it's about for most people at about that the end of the beginner phase kind of right as they're transitioning to that intermediate phase where they think like oh i know this i know how to do this all my shit is gonna be perfect but really you've now just covered how to do the basic baseline shit People's baseline may be different. Maybe that's 135 pound deadlift for you. Maybe that's a 365 pound deadlift for somebody Mm -hmm. else, right? But that baseline level of competency where it's like, okay, I'm actually feeling good. You know, my form and technique is pretty good. I'm actually starting to get what's going on here, right? That means that you're just coming out of like the learning phase, right? Um, And it's at that point that you get a lot of the ego, right? Um, And there's actually a meme on the internet. It's, uh, It's got clothing, right? So it's people, what clothing people wear to the gym. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, love beginners them. are always showing up in like non-gym attire, maybe like tackies. You gotta do one of like, these videos after Yeah, video. or something <laughs> like that, right? Like maybe some generic running shoes. And then a little bit later stage, you know, you're starting to come in, you're trying to show off a little bit more muscle, right? Like maybe you're wearing yep. shorts now, maybe you got like a little bit tighter fitting shirt. And then when you get into that, like early intermediate phase, it's like, You've got like a wife beater on or su- super strappy with like your nips showing and everything. And like, you can even wear a shirt essentially. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Even though like you-, you got a little bit of muscle on you, but you're not that big and you're not that strong, but you just think you're so much bigger and stronger because compared to where you started, you are, you, are. you fucking are right. But that's not the time to start getting ego. Right. About it. Exactly. And then it goes on into the more advanced people. Who then are now wearing baggy shirts, track pants, relatively like conservative dress, and then the super advanced people who are walking in with like a, hood, a hoodie on, hood up, hat on, You're already super baggy jeans. Warm. Yeah, they're already ready to Yeah, exactly. Like the more advanced you get, the more clothes you is. It's a yep. spectrum. <laughs> yeah. As a newbie, you don't wear you wear a lot of clothes. Going mm-hmm. to intermediate, you wear a hell of a lot less clothes. And then as you go into that really advanced stage mm-hmm. again, it's you wear more and more clothes and you're more and more conservative because you have nothing to prove to people, right? It's
1: funny you're mentioning this because everything you're saying, it's like point by point what happens to blue belts in jiu-jitsu when yeah. they beat that hump of that white belt. They think... And they see and they feel like, I'm beating all these white belts. I was yeah. white belt, fuck those idiots. I'm beating I was, all these noobs. I'm great, you know? <laughs> I'm beating they, up the level 3s. And, and they never make, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's scary how many people get to blue belt and they never progress past that. That's because that's when you start to learn, right? And then also, the ego comes in backwards, like, I'm not getting any better. What's the yeah. point? But really, you're not getting any better for a reason. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always okay to just internalize. It's not, like, toxic where you're like, I'm shit on this. No, it's like, how can I be better? That's yeah. how you want to look at it. Yeah.
0: yeah and just real quick with the like gym clothing thing i'm guilty of that (laughs) i'm totally fucking guilty of that if i go back and look at the shirts i used to be wearing like three years ago to the gym giant holes in the side and everything and now i wear just like 2xl baggy yeah yeah 2xl yeah 2xl like baggy ass shirts and stuff like that or hoodies or whatever yeah yeah so it's it's, like that meme is scary accurate but um yeah you, you need to be you need to be humble in order to learn
1: right which also translates to you need to work on the things that make you insecure in a way yeah. where, where you can be confident. And once you're confident, you let go and you can really improve on Nobody
0: yourself. has ever grown through success. You don't grow through success. You mm. grow through failure, right? And that's why it's important to realize that failures aren't failures if you learn something, right? Like if you think about it, all of the most fundamental times of your life have always been on the backs of your failures, right? Mm. You got dumped. You failed out of whatever first year algebra, whatever, right? And got that's beat up, and and that's you when know. you either fucking rally, bro, or you get the fuck out, right? Fucking get the fuck out, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like that's when you either like you dig deep is. and you're like, why did this failure happen, right? Um, and that's when you grow. That's your growth period after a failure, right?
1: You either sink or you swim, and yeah. that's going to happen multiple
0: times in your life. And that's why people who are handed shit. Right, mm. they have never end up growing that that well of character that a lot of other people do because everything's just handed to them. Right, silver spoon, maybe.
1: Right? You don't need to work that yeah. thing that gets you to earn it. You don't need to work on that muscle or whatever it is psychologically. Yeah, either.
0: yeah, that it's it's character building, right? I see mm. failures as character building, right? You fail, you look at why you failed, build in that character, you develop that character, right? Um, not to say that you know everything's going to be sunshine and peaches yeah. if you. Continuously fail shit, but it eventually gets to the point where you need to examine why you are failing at stuff, right? And that goes for all aspects of life, right? Work, relationships, friendships, um schools, parenting, sure, sure. kids to yep. figure shit. The out first kid home. is always the most messed up. As <laughs> a go. first child, <laughs> as a first child, the first kid is always messed up. With my entire extended family, <laughs> it's always true. The first and oldest kid Fuck. is always the most fucked up one. <laughs> you're like claiming that like, but... oh 100 percent. yeah because because the younger sibling has it easier because i have broken in my parents all of my fucking failures and all the shit i put them They're through like, let's not do that yeah. with the next one. <laughs> but they learned exactly they learned from that and it's like okay maybe we you know maybe we shouldn't crack down on her so hard for smoking weed because like it's not that big of a deal right maybe so we like, wanted yeah. to
1: tell us and then we can exactly you know, and then with you have him a discussion that, about yeah, it right yeah now 100 percent that's, yeah. that, is the, that is the move. I see a lot of kids these days, especially, um, and this is on like my extended family, like my sisters as well, like teaching their kids. It's um, it's interesting because when they do the thing for their kid, mm-hmm. their kid's like, great, I just didn't do it. But when they give them the tool for them to do it themselves, yeah. it empowers them. It's mm-hmm. confidence boosting. Yeah. And doing little things for yourself is how you start. You start by doing little things for yourself, yeah. you gain that confidence, and then you take off.
0: Yeah, human beings are, we are goal and reward oriented. Beings, right we need to achieve something which is why video games can be so fucking addictive because they you sit there that. and you achieve those goals you achieve all that stuff and when you do you get the bright flashy lights and the fucking fireworks the number the goes screen going too. on that big nice number exactly but you get that instantaneous feedback and that instantaneous reward for clicking the mouse right mm. um and that's really designed to keep you in that loop right same as the casino where you're doing True. the slot machines and you're pulling in ding 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 ding. Winner. Winner. Yeah. So no, much right? psychology.
1: is Exactly. Is that
0: exactly. And all the numbers flash up and the screen starts lighting up. Right. Um, it's the same thing with, you know, video games. You're trying to drive that reward seeking behavior in humans. Now you can also use that in a positive aspect and be like, OK, mm-hmm. I've got this big goal, I'm going to break this down into smaller, much more attainable goals. Right. Um, let's say I don't know, you wanna buy your first car or something, some random shit, right? You wanna buy your first car, that car is gonna cost you in today's market, like probably 90k, but <laughs> like toning it 10. down, probably let's say it's say it's 10k, keep the numbers easy, right? Yeah. So first step would be, you know, you need some type of income, right? So you've set that initial goal of finding a source of income. Then you break it down. You know, you want to save your first hundred bucks. That's your next goal, saving a hundred bucks into your account. Next school's a thousand, right? Et cetera et etc. so it's like you break down that larger goal of owning a car into smaller, more manageable bite-sized pieces, and that not only is going to you know keep you motivated to get to that goal, but from a psychological perspective it's going to make you feel good reaching those small milestones on a daily or weekly or whatever basis is what's going to not only drive your like motivation but it's also going to drive your like mental state right
1: motivation also discipline
0: yeah but because you're disciplined like, but even above that even above that like it's going to drive like how you view yourself and how you view the world because you're mm-hmm. achieving goals in your life you take somebody that hasn't really achieved much in the last little while then you give them these small micro goals like fucking getting up and you know doing five crunches right at first it's going to be oh i don't want to do the crunches or five what's that gonna yeah do, yeah please, exactly like- but like you do those five crunches and you're like Fuck yeah! Mm. I did those five crunches. Even if it's not an instantaneous thing, and you realize it yes. later as you're sitting in your bed, having an existential crisis, you're like, "Wait, I did
1: five crunches." That's the tough part, though, is that reward comes later, yeah it's really, Fuck it's, yeah, we're disconnected. We, we need it now. We need it now. Yep. But really, the reward is the thing that you've done that's pushing yourself. It's gaining that mental strength, mm.
0: and you so. build towards a bigger goal, right, of being able to do whatever, like 100 crunches, right, yeah. in one go. But like, it starts off with doing that first one, right need to walk before you can run all that 100
1: you mentioned earlier on on episode zero or is another mm-hmm. one but uh just doing a little thing like just talking to someone yeah social anxiety yeah. say hello to yeah. the thing. it's so little yeah. and yet it's amazing it's amazing skip, what it can do. skip
0: the self cash out at the grocery store and go and just at least say hi how's it going to the cashier that can be huge right that may like i know that when i was like at one of my lower points like that simple fucking interaction can mean the world to somebody and for myself it was like even that very simple hey how's it going good how's your day it's going well that even that, that that can be the only interaction somebody gets all day
1: or like that cashier that you stood up for right it's yeah. like that, that yeah. little thing could have made their day and the other person that yeah. was being kind of a dick was maybe he's gonna rethink before no
0: day. no she was a total like, bitch you don't think she is gonna was a
1: total bitch entitled <laughs> the whole night like, you like yeah, that guy's yeah. an idiot as well yeah, no <laughs> she was
0: such a bitch and <laughs> she was sitting there like trying to argue with me I'm like yo shut the fuck up argue <laughs>
1: with you for are a dude anyway that that probably sticks with the cashier like hey from even more advanced people don't, aren't confrontational you're yep. probably okay with on a scale know. of one to ten confrontational. i'm like a nine yeah. when i want yeah. <laughs> when i want to i know be. this guy i <laughs> just didn't want get <laughs> like a nine confrontation but, no, but some people are like a one. but it wasn't
0: always that way either right mm-hmm. if you go back like 10 years how old am i 31 so 10 years 21 yeah probably like 10 years if you go back like if you go back like 10 years like i would never have done that Right, that's a, so it's only through taking those small gradual steps, and it wasn't all at once, and it wasn't linear. There was ups and downs, and peaks and valleys, and shit like that. But it's like only through taking those small gradual steps are you going to build up the character, right, in order to you know stand up for the Asian girl working at the bubble tea place that's getting yelled at. For yeah, yeah no getting yelled at like <laughs> nine o'clock at night as this
1: lady's going, I being irate. Like that is one of the most iconic characteristic traits. It's like the people that are shitty to customer service oh 100 that's like the 100%. number one thing yeah that's
0: like yeah you look on like all the like oh what's dating red yeah. flags on reddit yeah. and stuff like that, that like, one like one of the top three one. is always treating customer service shitty yeah yeah, yeah. and or i sorry. personally think that every single person should have to work customer service for like six months at least like mandatory in high school every single person has to work customer service right because you learn a what respect. it's you yeah you learn what it's like to be treated like shit regardless of who you are outside of that environment, working at McDonald's or Tim Hortons or whatever, yep. regardless of who you are working in that outside of that environment, while you're there, there will be people that treat you like shit. Period. Full stop. Right? So I think that, like, everybody should have to work customer service as they're growing up just to get a good perspective on what it's like to be treated like shit and also
1: to treat people finally with respect and shit like that, right? No, 100%. It's. Uh, I think all of this stuff that we've talked about is also tied in with the damn fucking pandemic that just obliterated everyone's social skills i mean, I mean it's
0: been a year though it's, right it it's been over a year but now people
1: are not taking the steps like um, you're saying to kind of get in there they're yep. just kind of
0: that's on them right through. that's it's on them because society has opened up and now the only reason why you wouldn't go out is because you choose not to right now it did fuck people up mentally like myself included i really struggled we talked about this
1: before people were fucked up
0: Wet, yeah after myself mine. included <laughs> myself so good. included also yeah. in category that, but, yeah. but but like i mean like at this point it's been over a year since lockdowns have been removed and all that stuff um and it's like you got to get yeah. out this and point touch it's on your ass you. yeah, this point on yeah. You. and that's really like if you look in the mirror and be like well why is it all oh, but social anxiety because of the pandemic it's like well it's been a year what have you done to improve that right exactly. not to diminish that in any way i know what that's like but like what have you done to improve that Talk to the fucking
1: cashier. You know, at first that's kind of how you talked to me about going to the gym and doing this stuff. And at first it was almost offensive. Like like you're attacking my character. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's what it is. You are your actions. There there is no disconnect, really. Mm-hmm. You could be like, oh, but I, I'm a good person inside. You can feel whatever the fuck you want, but if you're being addicted to people, it's not on no. inside, really. What you are inside doesn't matter. It's your actions.
0: Man. That count. That's from Batman. <laughs> Batman begins. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that that was yeah. a what but you do is it. what i do that matters <laughs> jumps off the building yep. <laughs> i'm not gonna jump off
1: the building but i do think that that is no true. batman
0: jumps off the building when arkham the island, no, yeah, island. yeah yeah he's going after scarecrow yeah anyways moving on. <laughs>
1: dude this guy can recite some crazy yeah. scenes from stuff I'm not, i <laughs> have
0: seen batman have a- each of the three probably over 100 times those are like my comfort movies actually mm, i would yeah. go to like i would go to bed watching batman Batman, Lord of the Rings, FIFA, Bandetto, oh, like V for Vendetta, Watchmen. Those are like my Vendetta's go. So yeah, those are my go tos. Yep. Okay, you
1: chose some good ones. Yeah, yeah. Those are like
0: my comfort movies, essentially. Yep. Uh, for me, I mean,
1: honestly, yeah. The no, V for Vendetta was was one big. I'm surprised they put that in schools. We watched that in, in class. Oh, really? Like, yeah. And I was like, I, how, how come I haven't seen this? This is amazing. What are yours? Bling Empire.
0: <laughs> honestly, for me,
1: uh, Rocky, uh, Gladiator, okay. and uh, Gladiator Classic. They're so classic. good, man. They. Yeah. I think they're doing something like Gladiator Two or something. You hear about that?
0: Fuck! Like, why don't they just make another good movie instead of a sequel? <laughs> why didn't you even take something <laughs> take that was good off. twenty years ago and be like, "Oh, Russell Crowe's back"?
1: Oh, that's happening so much now. Man. Everything's a sequel or a fucking
0: yeah. prequel or a franchise. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Um, I miss the early 2000s when it was, like, it was really big into the epics, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you had Troy, you had Gladiator. It's all new. Yeah, 13th 13th Warrior, Braveheart, I guess, like, mid-90s as well. But, like, when we were getting all those epic movies, Kingdom of Heaven, which, if you watch the director's cut, is fucking amazing. The theatrical cut, eh. Director's cut, perfect movie. Like, it's all, like, 9.5 out of 10. But yeah, we don't get those anymore. Everything was new yeah. and exciting. Yeah. We didn't know what was going to yeah. happen. But now it's
1: very like, even, even when you don't know what's going to happen, you kind of know what's going to yeah. happen. You're like, this is probably going to mm-hmm. cut, copy, paste. No. Yeah, yeah. And even then, like, like the story of
0: Gladiator is based on history, right? But it's done really well and it's adapted really well. Do they butcher some historical things? Yeah, absolutely. Is it entertaining as fuck? Absolutely. Right? right. Like, especially, oh, yeah, uh, what's his name? Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix, the guy that did Joker. He's mm. also um, fuck, what's his name in Gladiator? Main bad guy. We'll put it up on. Yeah, the, yeah, we'll main bad guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like his acting is so good in that movie because you absolutely hate him. Oh, like yeah. as you're watching that movie, you absolutely hate him as good a character, acting. which is good. And then you sit there and think about it, it's like, oh shit, that's actually a great acting. I think he's cringe as hell. I think he's an asshole, but that's perfect acting, right? Yeah, yeah, amazing movie. Um, okay, one question for you. Maybe last question, then we'll wrap this up. Okay. So, Mama. how has fitness affected your life as a professional streamer, gamer, and all that stuff? So, once you started fitness, because you've talked about some of the issues that you faced beforehand, right? Social anxiety, interacting with people, your body fucking decomposing as you sit there, right? But how has starting fitness up and taking more interest into getting fit? Affected Ooh, your
1: life that's a good one i'm gonna try to hit some points quickly
0: smack mm-hmm.
1: it um one is help me connect with a lot of other people that mm-hmm. want the get into fitness because i'm doing a stream thing and i'm doing push-ups uh whatever uh per death or just making yeah. it fun and you just realize like a lot of people need this like a lot of people need this and they'll hit me with messages like hey man like i did some of the push-ups and it just really like motivated me and it connected with, the, with those people that's great and i'm happy for them mm-hmm. but it also made me realize how full of bullshit me and everyone <laughs> it's everywhere dude. my job is to sift through the bullshit i totally understand this <laughs> and honestly it's i don't, I don't want to say it's created a wedge between friends but it's almost like i'm i, I feel bad, like i'm powerless to other mm. people's you know and all i am powerful or all i have power over is mine yes and once i started realizing that i'm i'm just i'm full of bullshit too and that's <laughs> life right you can only control yourself Right. So it, it really did help me uh, get more in tune with that part, and I feel just like I'm more aware of like my weaknesses and how uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm not perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm still like missing days or I'm like not putting it a hundred percent on some days, shit and it's happens, like yeah. yeah, but I'm getting right back on it. I'm not demoralized uh, when bad shit happens. Like in the past months, some bad shit's happened to me, and I just feel like I'm more mentally equipped to okay. The deal with it like I'm more calm. I don't freak out. I don't have panic attacks as much. This is just stuff off. Like I don't really talk to anyone about mm-hmm. this stuff, but I it has I feel a lot better.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah. Mentally. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a big thing is that you've got something that you can be proud about, right? Actually working out, accomplishing daily goals, right? You're supposed to work out 4 times a week. Did you work out that day? If yes, boom, daily goal accomplished, mm-hmm. right? Even taking aside like all the hormonal releases, endorphins and all that stuff, decrease in, uh, cortisol and all that, like all the hormonal stuff aside, just that goal accomplishment. Huge fucking impact.
1: 100%. Yep. We were filming the other day at the gym and you we were just we kept adding weights to the squat. Yeah and i was like well i'm not sure if i can do that and yep. i didn't i was like a huge pr thing huge 225 achievement. for two i think you did it was mm-hmm. something I, I was doing like 145 and i was just kind of like, like just bitch. Well, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm doing form, this <laughs> <Okay>. guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
0: true though I mean, it was, no I no know. not at all man you have to start somewhere right but
1: but but it's true like i could have done more yeah and I, it seems like in training when mm-hmm. we are training you always push me to that failure whether it's muay thai whether it's you want to just see like hey you can do this yeah and if you can't we'll because i'm a, a troll <laughs> you, you're definitely I'm
0: just trying to see how far i can push people until so they're like <laughs> i quit. quit i quit That's and I I'm like, became oh, i'm i knew that. you were
1: a bit no 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 no, no. no but those are big and yep. you know what we did bench after and i i couldn't get it up but what was on my mind is how oh, i'm gonna get that done i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna go to your form and technique failed a little bit right yes um, and, I, and i and you clearly like mentioned it it's like at first i was like what do you mean i was i I could, but no, I couldn't do it wrong. There's no ego in this. Yeah. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to get it better. And that's kind yeah, of Yeah, and I mean,
0: better. like, like again, people, generally speaking, are capable of more than I think they give themselves credit for. Um, yeah. You were screwing around with 145-pound squats, right? Mm-hmm. We chucked on 225, you did a double, two 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 reps, right? So people, a lot of the time, they don't give themselves credit for the progress that they've made, Right which means that every once in a while, especially like in a workout context or something like that, you need to just challenge yourself, yeah. right? Go off program and be like, YOLO, put the safeties up, make sure you know how to feel stuff safely, but just go at it, right? Um, do it safely, don't get of hurt, course. but like every once in a while, like you can have that little bit of an ego lift, as long as it's not every week and every session, right? Treat um, yourself a little. Exactly, really treat weird. yourself. Treat your mind uh, a little. Like, yeah, I can do this. Parks and Rec, treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> treat yourself.
1: <laughs> classic. Uh, classic, classic Parks Classic um no, that's that's the, the big thing is mental in my opinion yep. physical for sure for sure physical but the surprising thing is like the confidence is that i'm able to like not have as much anxiety i don't know why yeah. I, i'm talking to most people online i don't even know it's good it's not, they don't see me they don't see any of the, yeah. like, the goals or the gains or whatever that i have but like damn you feel good about yourself you feel like like you said you've created these things and now you are stronger because of it mm. you've passed these challenges and, it's yeah, building yeah, your, it's building your mental. And strength. honestly,
0: like for me as well, like my biggest takeaway from working out and stuff like that is definitely the mental health gains and that like being able to present yourself strongly to society, mm-hmm. right? Because um, especially coming from a very very nerdy, not isolated but like reclusive lifestyle mm-hmm. um when I was younger, right? Like sitting there, like I could sit there and play Diablo two for all day, never see a person, I'd be totally happy, right? What Bliss, invited. Bliss, <laughs> Starcraft, Warcraft, not World of Warcraft, like Warcraft 3 and stuff like that. But yeah, again, Blizzard Sim. Um, but, total Blizzard Sim. But, um like, being able to, you know, expose yourself to the hard stuff where you mentally struggle to finish that set, finish that rep, where you feel like you want to puke, where sometimes you do puke, but you learn how to push past that and continue on towards your goals, the path, whatever, right? I find that that's honestly the biggest takeaway from working out is those mental health gains, right? You learn how to, quote-unquote, move while your eyes are on fire. It's literally a a powerlifting... A powerlifter said that, yeah. Like, when your eyes are fucking on fire and they're bursting out of your head, but you're still calm Calm. underneath that squat, Mm. right? Um, Yeah, just learning how to think in very stressful, chaotic situations and just having the confidence to present yourself world and to people around you, right? Um, even just how you carry yourself, right? Body language is huge for humans, right? We see somebody who's all caved in, slouched over, eyes on the floor. We're going to make assumptions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my half God. I was there. That. I was <laughs> half the people there are sitting am like, oh, it's
1: not me. I'm like, is he but, mirroring? Oh, no, yeah, yeah,
0: But, but yeah. Like, like, if you see somebody sitting on a park bench like that, like, you're going to make assumptions about them, right? It's just... It, it's
1: even subconsciously. You don't even have to think about oh, it. You're just, you're just... 100%, 100% subconsciously, yeah.
0: man. You make assumptions every single second of your life. That's how, you know, as a human and as an animal, you stay away from danger is by making assumptions, right? Yeah. Yes, the light is green, but I'm still going to look right and left, right? I'm not going to assume to cross the road, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's how you get hit by cars. I've been hit by three. I know. I've been hit by three cars. I'm speaking from experience here.
1: I'm glad you're here still, buddy.
0: None of them were that. Was bad.
1: They were, I, was all, I was young when all okay, I've never gone into a car accident. That's why it's like yeah. when I hear something, I yeah. go a car I'm Oh, it like, wasn't I'm a like, car oh, my... accident. Oh, you got hit by I got car. Got hit a by a oh, car. my. <laughs> yeah, three <laughs> times, oh, man. Oh, God. Hey, all right. Oh, maybe I'm it's like right. working
0: out. Maybe it's like Maybe it's some mental damage perhaps that's about it.
1: <laughs> 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 that's good. Wait, I wanted to touch <laughs> a phone <laughs> What did you want to touch a phone <laughs> so, I was watching an interview with a Muay Thai fighter, and someone was asking, like, how do you stay mentally strong when there's just elbows and knees and all this lethal dangerous scary shit And he, they said because they run a lot they said it's at that last bit of the run where you're so tired mm-hmm. and you just want to quit and you just keep going and yeah you just control your yourself that's reason like, that's where i built the mental strength learning outside. how
0: to stay calm as your eyes are on
1: fire there you go right literally that
0: literally that and that's what i think a lot of top level athletes are able to do um and but that's again, that's a learned a learned thing, right? And like, any of us can do it though. Yeah,
1: jog is not that
0: but you but the reason why of- you're able to stay calm is you're getting elbows and knees and stuff thrown at you is because and these super lethal weapons, blah blah blah, is because you don't see them as super lethal weapons, right? Mm-hmm. You see them as tools of your trait, right? Which just means that you've been exposed to it and you've practiced it so long that you know it's you know like, able to stay calm. You've sparred, you've done drills, you've done pride work, you've had amateur fights, professional fights, et cetera, et cetera, right?
1: And you've put in hours of running and or conditioning your
0: mental strength time and effort which is the only way anybody's ever got good at anything ever And and that's it yep on that note thank you guys for listening been great we'll see you on the next episode cheers everybody